Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, as always, a little bit of the inner Sandman to get us going here on the ET Considers Everything podcast for Monday, August 17th, 2020. On this edition, I'll be talking about my mom and dad's 18th wedding anniversary and what it means to me to have those two as my parents and uh, my mom's birthday coming up Wednesday, what that means and all of that good stuff. I'll be talking about some sports and some wrestling coming up here uh, this week as well. And then the upcoming SummerSlam pay-per-view event takes place this weekend uh, at the uh, Performance Center. So it's going to be very interesting to uh, talk about all these topics and get to them here in a timely manner. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get going with this podcast. This first segment I just want to dedicate to my parents. Um... Chris Stallard and Jimmy Stallard, what can I say about those two? Um, They have been my rocks in my life. They've been my role models in my life. They've helped me overcome so many obstacles that I've faced and have helped me grow into the man that I am today and the man that you hear on these podcasts. Cree and Jim are very special mom and dad are very special to me in more ways than I can tell you I have to say that without my mom obviously I would not be here um, and without my stepdad Jim I wouldn't be here either um, he, he has looked over me a lot since that unfortunate day when I tried to commit suicide on that Sunday morning in 2008. And, um, you know, that was a tough time. And I wish that I would have been in a better state to let people know what was going on inside of my head. But when you have bipolar depression, when you have mental illness, it's it's really tough for you to come out and explain these things. Um, Mom understood what was going on, but couldn't really get a good grasp of what to do to handle the situation. She she understood that I needed to get better, and I went to Wellmont after I tried to commit suicide. And uh, they stitched my wounds back up and stapled me. And they made sure that I was in a good enough state to go back home. And I was. For several months, I was in a good state. I got back to finish my senior year of high school. and um, had a lot of fun times during, during those months. Uh, like I said, I graduated later on in June of 2009, but before that I got to go to my prom, my senior prom, with a young girl named Loretta. She She's a wonderful person, and me and her clicked so well together, and always enjoyed talking to each other, and I'm glad that I decided to take her to prom and she accepted my invitation to go to prom and that that really meant a lot to me 
and we had a wonderful time. After prom, we went up to the high school, and um, they had an all-night after prom party, and it was so much fun. And uh, we had a blast. And then in June, I graduated, but before graduation, let me tell you this little side story. So that day, I was playing NASCAR 09. It was brand new on the PS3 at the time, so I was like, yeah, I'll play this for a little while. Before I go up to my graduation ceremony. And everything was great. But when we got to the dinner table. We had steaks and knives were out on the table. And it was an awkward situation for me to um, go through that. We had steaks, baked potatoes, salad. The dinner was wonderful. I remember, I remember that. But after that dinner, just something wasn't right in me. And... I didn't enjoy my graduation, unfortunately, from high school. And it was a tough time. But my parents, they understood. And three days later, we all decided that it was time for me to go to a mental institution known as Woodbridge Hospital in Johnson City, Tennessee. And I stayed there for a week. And that helped me tremendously. And they helped get me on the medicine that I needed to be on to help control my mental illness and my bipolar disorder. And that was a lot of fun. So whenever I think of my parents, I think of those trying times, those challenging times. But they were there for me. They always made sure I had everything that I needed. They never doubted me for one second of my life. After staying in the in the mental institution for a week, I came home. Everything was good from there on. And I, I'm thankful for that. Um, without that hospital stay, I, I, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. And... Uh, um, I'm thankful for my parents for taking me down there and then coming to get me. Of course, they were going to come get me, um, but they came and got me, and that meant a lot. I hope that I've made them proud since, and I think that I have. I really do. Um, Mom and Dad, it really don't take a lot to please them as long as you're Staying out of trouble, you're not in trouble with the law, you're you're not drinking in public or doing anything like that. Um, as long as you're safe and sound, then that's truly all they want. And, and I'm very thankful for that. And I'm very thankful that they've built a trust in inside of me and with them to know that they can leave me alone inside the house and not worry anymore. And that's a good thing. That is a very good thing to have. Um, but after after 2009, 2008, 2009, my senior year of high school, I went on to Mountain Empire and got a lot of my general studies courses done down there. And I had enough credits to transfer from Mountain Empire to UVA-wise. had 54 total. Uh, came up one science class short of getting my associate's degree in general studies from Mountain Empire. But that's okay. I went on to 
UVA wires and um, I met the best woman that has been in my life college wise in my college years um, for my education that's Dr. Rachel Ty. She is a woman that has looked over me so many times helped me so many times with papers, with assignments, with real life problems. I know that I can message her and tell her what's going on in my life and she'll have something to reply back to me with and and, and that's something special to have in a mentorship student relationship. That is that is the best. That's the pinnacle, I'll say. And I'm very thankful for Rachel. I'm very thankful that she was there. And she helped me get my degree in communication. I got my bachelor's degree in communication from UVA Wise. And UVA Wise is my alma mater and I'm so proud to be there now working as a volunteer in the sports information office with Double D, Daryl Dinga Seeley. And um, things are going great. And, and and my life in these past 12 years since the suicide attempt, they've been troubling, they have been uh, trying, they've been uh, to the pinnacle, they've been to the bottom, but I'm truly doing what I love now. That's covering high school football for 93.5 WXM on the Five Star Scoreboard Show each and every Friday night during the football season. And, and, and it's it's being able to go to the college, volunteer, help out in the office, do work on the website, and uh, go to the games and help keep the scoreboard or, you know, uh, keep score updates on the Twitter website, UVAY scores, or anything like that. It truly means the world. And like I said, I would not be the man that I am today without my parents, Cree and Jimmy Stallard. And today is their day. It's their 18th wedding anniversary. And I just want to take a moment to say, Mom, Dad, thank you for helping me become the man that I am today. Without you all, I would be nothing. And I know without the Lord, I'd be nothing either. But this is your all segment. And and I wanted to give some background on my life. And I wanted to give some background on how you all helped me achieve everything that I needed to. You two are my rocks in my life. And I hope that I have made you all proud. And I hope that I have done everything in my way to be as good as of a son as I can be to you all. You all are the best parents that I could have ever asked for. There's none better out there in my opinion. Of course everybody's going to say that about their parents, but I truly mean it. My mom and my dad, they've checked on me every single day since they've been gone on their vacation. And they didn't have to do that. But they have done that because they care about me as their, as their youngest son. 
and and I'm very thankful for them. I'm glad that they have messaged and checked on me, called me, see how everything's going. And I'm super thankful for them. And I'm super thankful for the relationship that we'll forever have. So mom and dad, this segment's for you. Happy 18th wedding anniversary. I'll never forget that day. It was a beautiful sunny day at Mamaw's. Randy Carter pronounced you man and wife and our lives have been blessed since then I gained not only a stepfather that day folks I gained a true father somebody who cares for me like I am his own flesh and blood Jim will, will truly never understand what he means to me Mom knows how much she means to me. And I'll never win an I Love You contest because I do I do love my mom a lot. Everybody knows it, and I'm not afraid to admit that. I'll never win an I Love You contest with her, and I, and I know that, and I'm totally fine with that. But I love my dad, and I love Jim. And I hope that I've made him proud. Jim has been, he always, he always calls me his buddy. Well, Jim's been that and much, much more. He's, he's been a big influence on my life. He has always helped me realize that I'm better than what I give myself credit for. And he's always picked me up when I'm down. He's took me to ball games, he's took me to work, he's took me to doctor's appointments. There's many different things that Jim has done. And, I, and I'm thankful for that. And I hope that our relationship moving forward will continue to grow. And, and, I, and I believe it will. Even though we've known each other for 21 years now, because my mom and dad have been together for 21 years, been married for 18. Um, even though we don't see each other all the time, the love is still there. And I thank Jim for that. And one last thing that I want to say about my mom. My mom is the strongest woman that I know. She cares for so many other people other than herself. She cares for her family deeply, and I mean deeply. The love is always there. Mom has looked over me and Matthew in times that I didn't know we could make it, but we have. And she is truly one of a kind. And I love her so much. I love her dearly. And mom's birthday is coming up Wednesday. Mom, I want to wish you a happy birthday early. 
these uh, two of these next three days are very important for you and dad and I'm super thankful for that and uh, you know sometimes Jim's has to ask me hey Ty when's when's our anniversary and I said uh, August 17th he's like oh yeah it's very close to mom's birthday yeah that's how I remember so Mom and Dad, happy anniversary. This segment's dedicated to you. I love you all very much. Mom, happy birthday coming up on Wednesday. You share a birthday with Bill Clinton, best president of my lifetime, I'll say that. And uh, I'm very thankful for that. So, Anyway, folks, I'm going to go ahead and end this first segment right here. Mom and Dad, I love you all very much. Thank you for everything you've done to help me grow into the man that I am today at age 29. And I hope that I can continue to make you all proud in the future. Coming up next here on the ET Considers Everything podcast, we'll take a look back at the weekend in pro sports and wrestling and how everything is shaping up for the WWE SummerSlam pay-per-view event. So... Ladies and gentlemen, lots more to get to here on the ET Considers Everything podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back here in just a moment. We're back here on the ET Considers Everything podcast for Monday, August 17th, 2020. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, today is my mom and dad's 18th wedding anniversary, and I just want to say happy anniversary to those two. They mean the world to me, and they know how much their influence on my life has meant to me and how everything I've been able to accomplish and achieve has been because of them, and I thank them for that. So... Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's recap some of the major uh, sports stories from over the weekend. In Formula One, Lewis Hamilton wins his 88th career Formula One race at the Spanish Grand Prix this past weekend, defeating Sebastian Votas and uh, uh, Max Verstappen, who uh, rounded out the podium position in third position. Um, Lewis Hamilton wins for the 88th time in 40, Formula One and extends his career record with his 156th podium finish over, overall, which is a top three finish. So a very impressive uh, stat line and career for Lewis Hamilton in Formula One and um, my good buddy Chance Craft, who uh, passed away last month. Uh, always told me that him and uh, Michael Schumacher would have one heck of a race in Formula One, and I have to say I agree with him. Uh, that would be a very fun race to watch. Michael Schumacher, of course, is the seven-time Formula One champion, and uh, that would be an amazing fantasy race to watch. Maybe one day those two can get into the uh, simulators that the uh, NASCAR Cup Series drivers use and have their own simulators to use for the Formula One cars, and they can have a fantasy matchup running against each other for maybe like 10 laps or something on a uh, neutral course for the two. That would be a lot of fun to see. 
But great weekend for Lewis Hamilton winning his 88th career Formula One race, 156th career overall podium. So great job by Lewis Hamilton this past weekend in uh, the Spanish capital of Barcelona. Um, the NASCAR Cup Series raced at Daytona this past weekend, but it wasn't on the Oval. It was on the Daytona International uh, Road Course. And I have to say that this road course was a lot of fun to watch. Um, you had your high speeds, of course, with them going back onto the uh, racetrack and having the chicanes built in. But the the road course really was a different test for these drivers. They've never raced on this uh, road course setup before at Daytona. And it was a good setup because it was different. And it gives them another option to use on, on, on a racetrack. They've got the Charlotte Roval now that they can use as a road course. They've got the Daytona Roval now that they can use as a road course. I really think that moving forward, this Daytona road course needs to be used. Um, you can have your Daytona 500 to kick off the year, the, the uh, Coke Zero 400 to um, set the uh, field for the chase for the championship. And then you can use the, the uh, Daytona Roval as kind of like your middle of the season type race, you know. I feel like that would be a great way for them to get more usage out of the uh, Daytona road course. But uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. It was a 3.6-mile road course, so uh, 65 laps total uh, made up the distance of um, 235, or, uh, 235 miles. And uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. A uh, great race this past weekend. Chase Elliott wins his third straight NASCAR Cup Series road course race. Uh, he had won previously at the Roval last season and then at Watkins Glen before that. So he continues his dominance on road courses. Chase Elliott wins his second race overall in the season. Uh, won the All-Star race earlier uh, last month, uh, winning the Daytona Roval road course this past weekend. Just a fantastic weekend for him. I really enjoyed uh, watching him win because uh, Chase Elliott was Chance's favorite driver. And um, as soon as he uh, crossed the finish line, I fist bumped and celebrated. And, of course, my watch strap broke, uh, as always. So I just don't have any luck with wrist watches anymore, especially if they're uh, leather, leather bands. I'm just going to have to get in a get a uh, elastic band if I'm going to have me a watch. But um, as soon as he crossed the finish line, I was just so happy. And, and the tears were flowing down again. Not as much as they were at the All-Star race because that was just uh, one day after Chance had passed. But uh, this one meant a lot to me as well. And I looked up to the heavens and I said, yep, you helped him win this race, buddy. I know you did. And uh, it meant the world. So Chase Elliott wins the Gold Bowling 235 at the Daytona Roval Road Course. And it's a great, great event. And I feel like if, if they wanted to, they could extend it out another 5 to 10 laps if they wanted to. Go 75 laps instead of uh, um, 
65. But that was their decision, and I respect it. Um, let's see. Also, in uh, other news, Jim Herman won the um, last event of the regular season on the PGA Tour, winning the Wyndham Championship in Greensboro, uh, shooting a final round 64, finishing one stroke ahead of the, of the uh, second-place finisher to uh, pick up his first career PGA Tour victory and thus qualifying himself for the FedEx Cup playoffs. So uh, definitely a strong finish there for him, and uh, that was a lot of fun to uh, keep up with yesterday as well. And uh, definitely enjoyed that. On Saturday, Portland defeated Memphis 126-122 in the uh, play-in game for the eighth seed. Uh, Portland advances to Tuesday's opening round in the Western Conference playoffs where they will take on the Los Angeles Lakers, who finished it as the uh, top overall seed in the Western Conference. Um, Damian Lillard just continues to dominate in the bubble. He's averaged around 36 points per game over his last four games, and it's just a dominating uh, performance by him. And uh, it's been a lot of fun to watch in the bubble. I have to say the NBA has done a fantastic job with their bubble, and the NHL has done a great job with their two hub cities of Toronto for the east and Edmonton for the west. Um, been a lot of fun to keep up with their playoff action. The New York Islanders defeated the Washington Capitals yesterday by a score of 2-1. to one. They go up 3 to nothing on Washington. Kind of a surprise result there in the East. Um, St. Louis and uh, Vancouver. Vancouver was up 2 to nothing in that series. St. Louis, I believe, came back and won last night by a score of 2-1. So they uh, get back into the series. They're down 2-1 to one now. Uh, Arizona Defeated Colorado 4-2 on Saturday to uh, get a game in their series. Colorado up 2-1 in that series. Um, the Chicago Blackhawks uh, stayed alive in their series. And uh, defeating the Vegas Golden Knights by a score of 3-0. And uh, they're down 3-1 in that series now. So uh, lots of action still to come in the NHL playoffs. The NBA playoffs get underway this afternoon with the Utah Jazz taking on the uh, Denver Nuggets, the uh, uh, Dallas Mavericks taking on the Los Angeles Clippers later on this evening, the uh, Boston Celtics taking on the Philadelphia 76ers, and the Toronto Raptors um, taking on the, I uh, believe, the Miami Heat. So uh, lots of great NBA action to come in the Orlando bubble and the playoff action to come. So it's going to be four games about every day moving forward, and that'll be a lot of fun to keep up with as well. So uh, there's your major sports weekend recap, um, a pretty good recap of the Formula One and NASCAR Cup Series races at Daytona and the uh, uh, Spanish International Road Course there for the Formula One Series and uh, give you a weekend recap on the uh, PGA Tour, Jim Harmon winning that, and giving you a recap of some of the NHL scores and the NBA play-in game score from Saturday. So 
Um, definitely a lot of fun sports action uh, this past weekend in professional sports. Uh, hoping to get some high school football played this Friday in Northeast Tennessee. And uh, I'll check in with WXM, see if they need me to come over and do a scoreboard show on Friday night for Northeast Tennessee listeners. And then uh, we'll see if they'll continue on and do so for Southeast Kentucky as well. So, like I said, I'm available right now. I can I can do some work for the radio station covering high school football as always. I would do it even if I was still volunteering at the college. Uh, right now, the college uh, has shut down the athletic department uh, due to the South Atlantic Conference canceling uh, fall athletic events. Um, that was a tough news to hear. Uh, not this past Friday, but the Friday before. But, you know, it's just uh, the safety of it. I, I totally understand where they're coming from, and I hope that we get an opportunity to play sporting events in the spring. Um, it will be stretched thin. There's no doubt about it. But we'll do our very best to cover everything that we can for you um, on uvawisecavs.com. And we're at UVA Wise Cavs on Twitter, at UVA Wise Cavs on Instagram, and Highland Cavalier Athletics on Facebook. So um, definitely a lot to uh, keep up with here over the past couple weeks with Highland Cavalier Athletics uh, shutting down due to the uh, coronavirus pandemic. But it's a smart decision by the South Atlantic Conference to cancel these fall athletic events. You don't want to risk anything taking place with the COVID-19 uh, pandemic potentially spreading within teams. Uh, if one player catches it, you could have um, dozens of players that could be affected by it. So, smart decision on their part. And uh, I'll uh, keep an eye on uh, uvawisecavs.com, and I'll uh, continue talking to our sports information director, Darrell Dinga Seeley and uh, talk to him about what's the plan coming up for the spring semester and in the winter with basketball and all of these. My guess is I, if I was them, I would play volleyball and basketball, try to play them at the same time. You play volleyball maybe over at Greer Gym, and you could play basketball at the Pryor Center. Um, I'm, I'm not an expert on these uh, uh, location decisions, but... I'm sure we'll come up with something here moving forward as the uh, season and as the uh, time progresses here over the next few months. So there's your recap of UVA Wise Highland Cavalier Athletics and what's going on over there and uh, my potential for covering high school football for Northeast Tennessee and Southeast Kentucky. Southwest Virginia will play high school football in the spring if everything works out well, and uh, that's uh, pretty much it. So there you go. But ladies and gentlemen, my name's E.T. Eric Tyler Mullins. I want to thank you all so much for joining me on this podcast special today. Um, it's It's been, been a lot of fun to uh, talk about these sporting events and uh, my mom and dad's wedding anniversary and what it means to me. So... Ladies and gentlemen, my name is E.T. Eric Talamones. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your Monday. And this has been the E.T. Considers Everything podcast for Monday, August 17th, 2020.
Don't forget SummerSlam coming up this weekend. Major championship matches. I'll go ahead and run that down here before I get off the podcast. Uh, Randy Orton will be challenging Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. We'll have uh, Braun Strowman defending the Universal Championship against The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. You'll have AJ Styles against Jeff Hardy for the Intercontinental Championship. For the United States Championship, it'll be Apollo Crews against um, MVP. And we'll have a, a tag team title match, of course, coming up between the Street Profits and Angel Garza and Andrade, and much, much more. So a great SummerSlam card to come this weekend. Should be a blast, ladies and gentlemen. And that's it. That's going to do it for this edition of the E.T. Considers Everything podcast, episode number 63. For now, my name's E.T. Eric Tyler Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your Monday, and I'll catch you all later. Have a great day, everybody. E.T. is out.